Soccer-style kicker, graduated from Collier High, June 1976, Stetson University Honors graduate, class of 1980. Holds two NCAA Division I records, one for most points in a season, one for distance. Former nicknamed the Mule, the first and only pro athlete ever to come out of Collier County and one hell of a model American. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Movies with Cash and Hightower. What up, peeps? It's Cash. And this is Hightower. Cash, how you doing? You know, I was actually just discussing uh, with some friends back at Stanford Law (laughs) that uh, one could make quite a lucrative (laughs) practice. (laughs) How is everybody feeling tonight? Oh, man. Doing great, man. How are you? I cannot complain. I'm very excited to talk about this film. This is a very exciting day. We both were talking about this. This is kind of fun to... Do one that's almost like on autopilot for us. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> but we'll give it our all. Don't worry. It's a, it was very light reading, it if was. you will. It was a light read. But yeah, it's fun. We don't do a whole lot of comedies on here. They can be challenging mm-hmm. at times. It's just us quoting movies, typically. Yeah. We'll try not to do that. I mean, no problem. We're, we're definitely going to quote it. It's it. going to happen. Yeah. But we're not going to recite it word for word, most likely. <laughs> and that film is none other than Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Ventura. Satan? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You sounded like someone else. That's right. Oh, I watched the one with the kid. Oh, the... Um, yeah, the junior Andy detective or whatever. Malik, yeah. Malikus, whatever. Is that not the one we were... Yeah, I watched... Uh, <laughs> I watched uh, Ace Ventura 2, When Nature Calls. Yes. Someday. I, someday we'll get there. I did see... They had the old... I, I used to watch the cartoon, actually. I remember... Because they have those on Prime. I remember that like being a thing, but I've never seen one before. I couldn't... I don't remember it very well at all, but I did see that like when I searched for it, it was on Prime. I don't know if it'll be there for much longer. Who but, was the voice actor of Ace I, I don't even remember. I'll, I'll look. Was it Ron Paulson? The voice of Raphael? The voice of everything from our childhood? Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like he could... If someone's going to pull it off, it could be him, but I... I have no clue. Let's see. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Alrighty then. Michael Dangerfield. Oh, is that Rodney's son? I do. That's a great question. It's not in his IMDb. Well, hey, it's neither here nor that's there. That's right. We're here to talk about the movie, the that's thing right. that started it all. But before we get into this film, mm-hmm. do you have any housekeeping? Housekeeping. I just have a couple quick things I'll throw at you here. First and foremost, as always, please hit us up on the socials, Instagram and Facebook, where mm-hmm. we are located at Movies with Cash and Hightower, just Movies with Cash and Hightower on the Instagram and so or Instagram and Facebook, and then Cash and Hightower at gmail.com. dot com. Cash and A and D. A and D Hightower at gmail dot com. yeah. Always hit us up on the socials. Um. The only thing I've got for you, because I've been rewatching, I am actually going back through Stranger Things because oh. it's getting, you know, getting close to Halloween. I've had that horror itch. So I always rewatch them when the new season series are about to come out. I don't think the new series is gonna or new season gonna come out for. It's gonna be a long time. A while. So I was like, you know what? It's gonna be a long. I'm supposed to watch it my when my kids turn a certain age. I let them pick a movie out, no no questions asked, to mm-hmm. watch it. So when my daughter turned 10, I was like, all right, this is your first year. You can, no questions asked. And she's like, I want to watch Stranger Things. Mm, okay. I was like, oh, that's a little harder because that's a, you know, like, <laughs> Let's see. it's easy to pull out one night and watch a movie, but like, that's going to take several nights. That's... Smart on her part though. She gets to extend yeah. it out. So she chose <clears throat> Goonies instead, but I, did, I promised her we would watch Stranger Things Fair at some enough. point. So, 
But no, that's not really an update because I've I've already seen that. Um, the only thing I want to throw out, we had uh, have we talked about have we talked about the last two games? No, we're yeah, we have not. Are we two games behind? I think so. Yeah, so we, we talked about your home run game. Oh yeah, okay. So then we, the next week, yeah, we pulled out a victory. It was kind of a tight contest. No, the next week we demolished them. Well, it was tight for a while, and then we scored a bunch of runs. Remember, so it was like. I feel like we scored like seven runs in that one inning. That's true, but that's the game we won like sixteen to three or something. Oh, I, okay. Then I don't. Yeah, we. Oh we no, that's, you're right. The Everybody, game you hit the home I'm run sorry. was tight. That's and, the one I was saying. Yeah, us. the next yeah. week. Yeah, that that's right. Okay. The next week we smoked good memory. Those yeah, we did. We did. We slammed and we we had a kind of an easy contest there. Yeah, that was great. I even pitched. I got. That's right. You did pitch. That was the week I pitched. I remember just being so excited at the prospect. I was going to get four at bats in one game. It was. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Exciting. Yeah, it's Christmas. Um, and then last week we dropped a heartbreaker though. Tough game. Gave up, gave up the go ahead run in the bottom of the eighth, wasn't it? I think so. And then uh, yeah, late. we just couldn't couldn't quite. But individual performances. I know you were three for four. We, we had that was two weeks ago. You had you had last s- week. I was one for two. One for two. That's with right. a hit and by you pitch. Got plunked, yeah, because you got to add to that. I did have an RBI. Yeah, you've been on a little bit of a hot streak. So I got to keep it rolling. But yeah, it's we it, like that. You know, I just, I'm there for defense. If I get any hits, it's a bonus. Hey. That's, that's Don't my sell game. yourself short, Judge. That's my game. <laughs> but yeah, we dropped dropped to Hartwood. Was it six to five? Six, I think so. Or no, five four. Five four. Is I said three. the same thing, and Brooks corrected me. Okay. okay. Earlier today, actually. All it's right. funny. <laughs> so two and two on the season. Got a big game coming up this week. Bounce back game Saturday. Don't think we're gonna get four at bats this weekend. <laughs> Let's go, Breeders. Yeah, we have a lot of guys showing up. So a lot, a lot of players score twenty runs. So it is. It is what it is. But that's it for me. I didn't really have too much. I'm, I'm a boring person. Okay. I have three things for you. Number one, I went ahead and just pulled my britches up. Mm-hmm. I got Peacock. Knocked out uh, Twisted Metal. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. I loved every second of it. The last two episodes. Like, the season was good. Yeah. But the last two episodes, in my opinion. The last two episodes... Did it feel like it went by in like ten minutes though? Like were you, when it, the, the credits last, rolled, yeah, it was like well, that was so fast. They did a great job of kind of like setting the scene and doing some world building in the first half of the series, and it was cool because they did use some like original characters, they you know like OG characters, I should say, like mm-hmm. you know. But they've also used some. They like spread out the characters that were in other games as well. So I like that they use some of the like yeah, more obscure sp- ones right. too. They sprinkle in some from like each game, and then obviously you have like Sweet Tooth. You know, right? You know, probably the most known character. Did you feel like Sweet Tooth was the MVP of that series? Oh, easily. Okay, I felt I thought so too, but he that was such a interesting because it's there's a voice actor Will Arnett, mm-hmm. and then Samoa Joe's doing like he's the body you see on the TV. They, that was such a great combo. It worked perfectly. Some of the stuff was like absolutely hilarious too. Uh, yeah, Sweet Tooth was by far the best character. Okay, I was right. I was right there with. But you. Then like Jason Manzaka showed up, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know. He's like too funny. Like, is this gonna ruin it?" And it did not ruin it. No, because the preacher character is very serious. Like, mm-hmm. it's weird that he was cast, but it somehow totally worked. Yeah, they nailed it. But it was just cool. Like you get to see. Like I don't love Twister, but it was kind of cool that her character was featured. Mm-hmm. You know, and like Agent Stone. He's a bad guy, which is interesting. Yeah. And like I don't know, it's just kind of cool. Like John Doe, he's kind of newer character. I don't really know that much about him. But. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't know much about it, but no, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm excited for whenever you know, I'm a, it has to get a second season, right? It's like definitely, I feel like it's got good ratings and good reviews. Yeah, so people are talking about it. It's, it's I'm, awesome. I'm excited, and I'm pretty sure I saw something. PlayStation supposed to be getting one of those like remastered versions now. Hopefully, of Twisted Metal. Oh, that would be cool. I'm hoping for a resurgence because that would be cool. Dude, we, are, we are fans. We didn't obviously. even talk about this, but pro- probably the best part were the needle drops, like the, the soundtrack. Oh yeah. I feel like a lot of people like feel like that's a detractor, but if done properly, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. From like Hanson to like I I just like every song imaginable. There's oh, yeah. so many great nineties jams, yeah. That yeah, that's the last episode or second to last episode, they fire up Go in the Distance. Yep. <clears throat> oh man. Yeah, right before the big battle. Yeah, right before the, those last two episodes felt like you were like those two specifically were like Yes. This is the game. Like, this is... That That was cool. Yeah. Was Excited cool. to see where they go. And they didn't even bring in my favorite characters, Mr. Grimm and Warthog. Yet. Oh, but they... Did but, you see Mr. Oh, Grimm yeah. was on the... Yeah. Mr. Grimm got and a little... Axel. Axel, too. That's right. Man. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. My favorite character is not showing up yet. Who is that? Minion. Oh, yes. But that's kind of a cheat, because Minion's like... You got, they got to bring him in. They brought in everything else. Yeah, at like, some point... We hear we got we heard Calypso's voice, but not we did. That's a spoiler. Sorry, Smart. sorry if you haven't watched it. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> okay, glad you enjoyed it. Yes, awesome show. Number two, uh, also on Peacock. I actually just discovered it while I was on. I knocked the whole thing out. I remember you telling me about this, but I never got around to watching it. The MacGruber series. Oh yeah, I just watched it. <laughs> yep, dude. It like definitely had feelings of like the film, but mm-hmm. it was like almost like too long. Yes, it was like gosh, this needs to be a movie. It got a little too serious in some spots. Yeah, too. It, it turned into like an actual like thriller almost. I was like, I wish they would have bottled that up and put just made a second movie yes. instead of the series. But it was there were very funny parts, some hysterical parts, and like I just he picked up right where he left off with with his you know like the buds and that's right. But honestly, the probably the best the seal. The like the stamp, I should say, on the end of the final episode, they go out there in the front yard day, doing the uh, Brooks and Dunn uh, boot scootin' boogie like line dance, yes. just randomly out in the front yard. Yep, with all the characters. I absolutely, I loved it. That was a great touch. I, I powered through those pretty quickly too because they were relatively short episodes. Yeah, that was that was well done, but could have used them just a movie. Yes. All right, last thing I promise. It's okay. Went and saw Blue Beetle. Took mm-hmm. my oldest son. I feel like it's gotten a lot of. People, a lot of bad reviews. I feel like some of it might be like politically motivated mm-hmm. and like just review bombing. And I mean, people are sick of right. superhero movies also. And it's true, it doesn't help. The DC is like already a dying thing. But I thought it was actually really good. I told you earlier, George Lopez is in it and he's freaking hilarious. I've heard. So it's bizarre that it's like tanking so the bad. The few people that I've like actually I know that have seen it have said like it's. It's a pretty solid flick. Like, it's yeah. fun. It's entertaining. It's nothing special by any means, but it's kind of like, they did a good job of, it's like part Spider-Man, part Iron Man, part uh, Fast and the Furious. It's like, nice. they, they did a lot, they did a lot of cherry picking. And I mean, it was very entertaining. Like I said, George Lopez, easily the MVP of the film. How does it stack up to Shazam 2? <sighs> you know, I actually liked it better than Shazam 2. Okay. Not that Shazam 2 was anything great, but. Yeah. Like, it was definitely, I'm trying to think of, like, how I would rank the DC films. It's one of the better DC films as of late. Better than the original Shazam? Uh, I haven't seen the original Shazam, Shazam in a while, but probably not. Probably not as good as that. And, like, Black Adam is a totally different film because it's more serious. Yeah. 
Aquaman, Wonder oh, Woman. I hated Aquaman. Wonder the first Wonder Woman I really enjoyed. It's definitely not better than Wonder Woman. Okay. Okay. Well, it's, I mean, it's it's still. I feel like it sounds like up. You know, upper echelon. It's definitely getting a bad rep. It's not. It's not definitely not bad, but yeah, it's just not going to make any money. Plus, it's hard to rank DC movies because you have like joker you have batman versus superman you have justice yeah. league you have yeah. like some really kind of offshoot like the suicide squad so There's 400 batman movies yeah it's hard to keep it all straight and at the end of the day we all know the best one was you know michael keaton yeah, baby 89 anyway i mean in the top two i should say word to your mother yeah very nice all right good work man that's all that's all she wrote have a good we're out of here see you that's right Toodaloo. take care now <laughs> bye bye then <laughs> All right, let's talk Ace Ventura. Heinz gets velvet. I am trainer of dolphins. You want to talk to the dolphin? You talk to me. Ace Ventura, pet detective. How are you this afternoon? <laughs> do you have any questions for me before we get started? I do. I yeah. usually blow right past your questions. So. No, you're cool. Um, this one, I just kind of was curious that um, Jim Carrey, obviously, I think, especially people that grew up of a certain age, and even people that didn't, that you know. 90s Jim Carrey is probably at the height of his powers. I'm curious, in your opinion, what is the most overrated Jim Carrey movie and what is the most underrated Jim Carrey movie? Okay. All right. I like this. Okay. The most overrated Jim Carrey movie. Overrated. This could include later ones. This could include dramas that he did. I want to say one that pops into my head, but I'm not sure that it's over even overrated. I feel like no one talks about it anymore. But do you remember when he made the Majestic? Mm-hmm. I feel like at the time people were like really like, oh, this is a they great, were. great movie. But no one really talks about it anymore, so it's probably yeah. not overrated. Uh, that one comes to mind. I haven't seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I haven't either. So like, but like I know that a lot of people love that. Like yeah. Too, but I can't. I I haven't given it the fair shake. I feel like people that like that are really into IPAs though. So, yes. I mean, oh, that, yes. They're of that ilk. They like to smell their own. And farts. I'm gonna and, <laughs> and I'm gonna cast dispersions on you. Um, I will tell you one of his most underrated movies. Mm-hmm. That's an easy one for me. The Mask. Mm. That is like people hate that movie. Seriously? Oh, a lot of people. I've never met anybody that hates that movie. Oh, man, I'm usually like the only person defending it. Oh, I absolutely love that movie. Yeah, I, that's. I think it's amazing. That was the first Jim Carrey movie I can remember seeing. Yeah, because I feel like Ace Ventura definitely has its crowd. Dumb and Dumber is like beloved by all. Right. But man, the mask just gets shat upon mm-hmm. a lot. But I freaking love it. I had no idea. I just assumed Stanley people Ipkes. loved it. Oh yeah, no, like look up, look up, look it up on like Rotten Tomatoes wow. and stuff. Like people hate it, but not me. I guess you don't know what you don't know. I've I was always under. I mean, most of my friends were like we we loved it. So interesting. You, you know what's a really bad Jim Carrey movie? I wouldn't call it overrated because it's not very highly rated. But the number twenty three. Oh yeah. Have you seen that? I saw it in theaters. Oh boy, I did too. I, I liked it at the time. Like I I mean I was definitely entertained, but then like when I went back and watched it like ten years later, I was like, Oh god, this is just horrible. Yeah, well and then on top of it, it's like once you know the, the twist, which I think everybody kinda saw coming, it was like That's the thing. If you have to like rely on a gimmick to make your movie uh like, you know, give it some you know, make it stand out yeah. or be good. If you rewatch it a second time and it sucks because of that, you made a bet you've you've failed. Correct. Whereas, like, the prestige, right? even after you know the ending, you have stuff to watch for. And it's like, it totally makes it even better. Because then you're, like, looking at stuff and there's clues. and I'm right there with you. Like, that is a good way to do it. Where you, like, even if you know the ending, 
it's still a great movie. Nope, I'm, I'm with you, man. Or like Inception, or like even basically every Christopher Nolan <laughs> right. movie except for Tenet. Tenet sucks. No, well, that's, that's interesting to hear. I, I appreciate that. Um, Let's hear yours. So, overrated, I had one that came to mind. Oh, I just thought of one. Go for it. Just popped into my head. What's the movie? Man, Man on the Moon. Mm-hmm. Man on the Moon. What's that one? Where he's that's, Andy Kaufman? Yeah, it's, it's Man on the Moon. That's overrated. I So, that's that's one that popped in mind, and I'm also... I I think Cable Guy's overrated. Oh, you know what? That's definitely my least of my least favorite of his comedies. It's I mean I still like there's parts that I like about it and I think there's some stuff. I just No, I'm with you. I think it's overrated. It's definitely probably his worst comedy. I and I will say of the nineties. His most underrated, in my opinion. I have two again that I think are underrated. One that I think is just underrated, and one that I think is People absolutely do not talk about it at all as me, myself, and Irene. Oh, that's a good one. I Man, I forgot about that I love me, myself, and Irene. That movie is insane, and it's disgusting. And I think people were like, whoa, like Jim Carrey's like a raunchy comedy. That is a, I totally forgot about that movie. You're right. I love it. But then I think one of his more underrated 90s comedies is Liar, Liar. I mean, I was just going to say that. I was going to say Nat Liar, Liar is kind of similar. You kind of forget it's him. People don't talk about it. It's such a great movie. Because it's kind of like... I'm taking this. Yeah. Watch yourself. It's the claw. It's the claw. <laughs> There's aspects of that that's like, it's more drama, dramedy, I think, because he was like calming down from the Ace Ventura th- and, and going into like the Majestic, so... I mean, there's still definitely a more over-the-top Jim Carrey in that movie, but still, like, people just don't talk about Liar, Liar. Liar, Liar. I saw that in theaters as well. The pen is blue. <laughs> the pen is blue. The pen is blue. That's a good movie. I'd have got him 10. That is a good one. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I, I, Great I, question. Thanks for humoring me. Great question. I want, mostly I did this because I wanted to plug me, myself, and Irene. Good call, man. It's I a good movie. Love that movie. That is a good one. You gotta pick up that cigarette, bud. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, boy. Okay. History? History with the film. I definitely did not see this one in theaters. Mm-hmm. Because the first time I saw it, it was on a VHS, and a certain scene was in the, in the movie, which right. we'll discuss later. <laughs> um, but I definitely saw it young. I remember like I remember him from his living and living color days, and like he was a spectacle. But I didn't really know what he was all about. But man, I, this movie just spoke to me as a child, and this put me on a path of just loving Jim Carrey for like the next decade and yeah and more um I'm pretty sure like I said I've, I'm like almost 100% confident the first Jim Carrey movie I saw was The Mask and I know for a fact I saw When Nature Calls first mm, really I didn't know like I because when I went back and watched this I was like why is this so weird and different like what what was this and I thought it was a sequel when I was a little kid like mm. now mind you I was I was born in 88 I confident I saw when nature calls, I think we saw that in theaters. I think I went in theaters. And I, was I, was, say, I saw that. I did catch that one in theaters. Was that 96? Uh, it sounds about right. So I would have been eight, that's mind all, you. That's awesome. And I saw the original shortly thereafter. And I'm like you, like when I saw it, it set me down a path. I, <clears throat> I know at some point in time, and it probably to the irritation of my friends in high school, middle school and high school, like I would recite this movie <laughs> verbatim sometimes. Like people would challenge me to quotes and not only do that, like, wow, you sound like Jim Carrey when you do it. So yeah, I'm, I was totally infatuated with this and still go back to it pretty regularly. Uh, dude, I'm, I, I think I told you already that 
watching it this time, I was shocked at how many quotes from this movie I still use like every day. The same here. It's bizarre. Oh, yeah. And, and a little sad. It's okay. I should mention also. Yes. I went out. I watched this movie and then I ran out and bought the soundtrack like on audio cassette. Oh, nice. You remember tapes? Are you young enough for tapes? Oh, yeah. Okay. That was my my first pickup truck. That's I had a tape player in, so I had a Molly Hatchet tape. Oh, nice. Yeah. Skinnered and like a funk i don't know some funk compilation so that from your mom probably it was a bumping truck (laughs) but yeah i went out and grabbed the soundtrack i just man the this power of power of suggestion and then the aces in the house at the end those were just man and then you get like mission impossible great aerosmith song which one was it line up oh yes that's right there's an aerosmith song it's Mm -hmm. man it was a great soundtrack was the cannibal corpse song on there Power of... I can't remember the... Oh. Hammer Smash Face. Is that what it's called? That's what it's called. Look up the album cover sometime. I was going to say, Cannibal Corpse is actually known for being pretty uh, nasty. It's Jim Carrey's favorite band. Is it really? That's why they're in the movie. That's incredible. He yeah, he that's his favorite like a, kind of music, yeah. That just, and he's... like. There's a scene we talked about on TV where he like sings at, um, at the club at one point. And he's like, so fill, he, I don't, he's not filled in, but he's like gone on stage and sung with them before. I know. I mean, he's crazy enough that would make sense. Yeah, but if you want nightmare fuel, don't go do it around your children. Look up the yeah. album cover. I say the songs are usually pretty offensive. I feel like they're tight. It's it's pretty gnarly. Good to know. Yeah. Um, Good one, Iguana. <laughs> Should we get into it? Let's get into this. I have exercised the demons. This house is clear. Immediately, with the power of suggestion. Great song. And I I know for a fact I've delivered things to people and delivered packages to people and beat the crap out of it. <laughs> well, this sounds sounds broken. Most likely, sir. Sure. Oh, but it was nice. something nice, though. My biggest thing is when I have a package and I'm, like, going somewhere with it, I always say, I always say, got a package, people! Yeah, that's right. I always thought it was HGS. HDS. HDS. Yes. HDS coming through. <laughs> There's just like, again, I don't want to quote the whole movie, but like, just like, what a great way to start it off. It's inevitable. Like, we're going downtown. <laughs> I've done that too. Like we, um, kickball or just something like where he bends down and then clamps it in between his legs and then flips it up. <laughs> I've, it, oh, yeah. I've done that before. Oh God. Yeah. It's... Oh man. Did you notice what room number this no. guy's living in? 311. 311. I'll be darned. That's right. I will be darned. The more you know. I forgot. To, I should have mentioned that in my house game. I'm going to go see 311 next month. Oh. Is, we're at in St. Louis? In Peoria. Peoria. They're coming right. to Peoria? They are coming to Peoria. Oh, my and goodness. AWOL Nation. That's the run. Uh, run. I don't know what the name of the song is. People know it like because it's on Spotify. Like It's their mm-hmm. number one. It's like 115 million. I'm pretty sure it's like Ron. Boom. Yeah. 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 I think that's what it is. But anyway. All right. Uh, he's he's coming in to get this dog. He's delivering a package. He's delivering a package, but... A former boxer. Yes. Whatever this guy's name is. R- something Cobb. Uh, Randall Cobb. Ty Cobb. It's Randall Tex Cobb or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Tex Cobb. Yeah. Who's, who's Ty Cobb? Who's Ty Cobb? <laughs> Never. It's that guy. Baxter? <laughs> who's Ty Cobb? <laughs> um, I... I've talked to animals like this before, too. Dude, I... Oosha Boo Boo. I was just thinking that, too. I was like, oh, God, that comes from this movie. Get away from the door. <laughs> Do you mind if I pet your dog, sir? I don't give a rat all righty, then. Oh, man. But he steals the dog. <clears throat> he gets away with the dog. He gets away with the dog. 
Hungry get, fella? Gets him in the car. I was just telling you, too. Like, I watched this movie, and, like, just hours before, I had said, hungry fella, to, like, my, <laughs> to my younger son, because he was being a turd, and he wouldn't eat. No problem. The engine gets flooded. We'll just wait a few minutes. <laughs> or we can try it now. <laughs> yeah, so, the, so, yeah, so, the guy catches him. Mm-hmm. Smashes out, out his windows. Figures out he's replaced his dog with a stuffed dog. That's right. And then luckily he gets the thing started. Mm-hmm. And they take off. They take off. They get away. And, and he, go, he goes to collect his reward. <laughs> I know for a fact, again, like I said, I'm pretty sure I saw this, you know, eight, nine, ten mm-hmm. years old. I didn't know what was oh, going on here. Oh, 100%. I did, not get, I did not get this. I just thought it was funny just because the way he was moving. Yeah, it. I was like, oh, okay, they're swinging. Like... <laughs> She's like, how can I repay you? Well, I did have several damages to my car. How about I take off your pants? Gee, let me think. Um, sure. I was, I've said that, you know, it's a high-performance machine, so I have to fill it with premium, you know? Yes. Another, I, this might honestly be probably one of the most quotes, like most often quotes I use is, people are real friendly around here. Like, I, I do appreciate that. I've I heard you that throw that out several a lot. times. I've heard you throw that out before. I'm guilty. Guilty as charged. Uh, but then the really the the rest of the actual plot goes into effect because Snowflake is taken the Miami Dolphins basically mascot train or not pet it's mm-hmm. a, it's a dolphin that's it, been it, trained to kick field it goals kicks field goals mm-hmm. big big deal we'll learn more about that and the Dolphins apparently have made the Super Bowl which is the most unbelievable thing about the film it's true yeah it's very true since the eighties anymore the Dolphins are garbage they are hot garbage they had Dan Marino and still couldn't make it that's right. I had that I had to send you that clip earlier today. By the way, that flub oh, thing. I had seen that like <laughs> I, like never last seen week. That. I didn't, yeah, I just had recently seen that. But yeah, he's like didn't flub, didn't flub once, didn't flub, and he didn't. He's like, yeah, you kind of went fast. He's like, nope, nope, didn't flub at nope, all. Nope, I'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> this second, he's like, nope, just do it. I don't and, even want to look at it. And then he throws the f bomb in. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it was great. Dude, Marino's a legend. Oh, so then Ace comes home and is hiding from his landlord, <laughs> Mister Shikadance. <laughs> Ventura. <laughs> Yeah, Satan. I use that one a lot too. I've also, the, <laughs> I don't know why, but shaking dance. He's like, I heard him scratch her. He's like, I always laughed at that. Like, is that scripted? That's like, there's the, no way. The way, it's the way like, he does. This. I feel like Jim Carrey was like right before they yelled action. He's like, hey, cough on me at some yeah, point. Just cough on me. Guy's like, okay. What's all this pet food for? <laughs> Piper. <laughs> I love it too when movies used to have uh, like the paper sacks. Mm-hmm. I love those because like you never see those ever. No, they don't do that anymore. Like in movies, man. I think you can still request them, but I'm pretty sure you get if you you get judged harshly. I feel like yeah, I feel sacks. like I've seen them at Jewel. I've just like in the wrap and like the bundle, but I've never actually seen someone like use them. Yeah, but you're right, they're there. But I just love in movies the uh, the old paper sacks. Of groceries. Do you know one thing I forget about from this movie to the second one is, I'm assuming it's the same monkey, but that monkey spike that's in the second one mm. is like barely in this movie. Yep. And I associate him with Spike the monkey. Definitely. From the second one. I just, in my mind, it's like, oh, he's in it. It's a good call. But he's hardly in it in this first one. But when he comes home and he, you know, his pets come out and we see all the birds and otters and everything else that comes running out. Yeah. It's a real zoo. It is. I I don't know if it'd be nerve wracking to do that in real life. His I mean, they're thing all trained. Smell. Oh, it just yeah, just to high heaven. Just think of all the bathrooms you'd have to account for. It's yeah, it would be awful. Except for the cats, because cats are awesome and right. they poop in a box. Right. And typically, you can. If 
find ways to hide that odor. Yeah. I, I've i said, and I will die on this hill, cat pee and dog poop are Ugh. two of the worst smells. Cat pee is, yeah. It's, that, it'll knock you over. There's the, the bo- one of them, the boys, one of them peed right in front of the box one time. Mm-hmm. Like on that, we have a mat. So it wasn't as big of a deal, but we basically just had to throw that mat out. Because like, no matter how oh, many yeah. times we cleaned it or with the product and... It's like straight ammonia, it's like, basically oh, smelling. Just yeah, little awful. turds. It's like, I have my suspicions. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> name names, but I'm pretty sure it was Mutley. Point fingers. Pretty sure it was Mutley. You're on. You're on notice, Mutley. Yeah, it's like you made the list. <laughs> so then we go to Melissa Courtney Cox. Melissa it's Ace. Melissa it's Ace. And Roger Pedactor. Roger Pedactor. That's right. How I meant to look this up. I wrote down a couple. So I just gave my question away. I was going to say, how many movies have we watched with Roger Projector? I know Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf is correct, because he's like the opposing coach. Yeah. Um, he's in like he, one scene. Was he in... I feel like he was in one, too. Like, not Field of Dreams, but... Oh, shoot. It's a, it's a it's one of our favorites. One of our combined favorites. One of our combined favorites. Um, this guy's name's Troy Evans. Yes. I know for a fact we've done... This is the third time. I was, oh, Demolition Man. Demolition That's Man. Right, he's yes. one of the police officers. Okay, so how many has he been in that we've covered? Mm, he's in one more. Oh he's my gosh, one. he's in another one. We were just... I sent you a music video of this guy. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, Under Siege. He's that's in Under right. Siege. Because we talked about that. He's yep. not in any of these movies for very long no, either. No, this is probably his longest role. And even this is not very long. Like He's in technically like two yeah, scenes. He doesn't... He doesn't make it very far. I mean, memorable, though. I think so, it's probably because of his name is Roger Pedactor. I, just, I always love the name Roger Pedactor just because of this movie. It's so Fillet great. it and fast food it if you want to. <laughs> uh, they're getting scolded, basically, because, of course, Snowflake has been taken, so they need to figure out. And I have also um, actually not... It, it, it's never been in a situation where it's actually been applicable but somebody has asked me to be like, man, I wonder who did that. I wonder who did that stuff. I'll tell you who it was. It's those GD animal rights activist group. That's who it is. And if you get somebody that knows what you're talking about, they love it. But then the other time they're like, what are you talking about? Like, Oh, it's awesome. Why would animal rights group hide my shirt from me? I'm like, never mind. Just ignore me. Hey, this October we need to do The Frighteners. He's in that one. Okay. With Michael J. Fox. Have you seen that? I, I, we, I have, but it's been a long time. So I love that movie. Um, no, that's fine. Put Frighteners down for one of our Halloween movies. Deal. Um, so anyway, they're getting scolded, and Martha Matz, thankfully, overhears them and says, Oh, pet detection is actually very uh, specific science. Yeah. So she gives them Ace's number, and then Ace, we should mention, Ace is trying to catch a rare albino pigeon throughout the entire <laughs> movie, too. Yeah, that's his big ticket item. $25,000. He's... Might want to hold on to that one. Yeah, he... Uh... <laughs> he clearly does not have the funds necessary for anything, including fixing up his own car. Takes off, gets to the Dolphin Stadiums. Did you have any trouble? No, the guy with the rubber glove was surprisingly gentle. <laughs> it's Super Bowl week, and then the way he sits down too so gingerly. It's yeah, great touch. And then he starts eating his sunflower That's seeds. Right. You you want an ashtray? No, thanks. I don't smoke. It's a nasty habit. It's a disgusting habit. Um, so yeah, she's, Melissa's kind of filling Ace in on what's going on and he, uh, he goes down to check out the tank. Now, I use this quote all the time. If you're not back in five minutes. Just wait longer. 
Stargate, Captain Blood. His Shatner is amazing. Rounded off to the nearest decimal point. I kind of forgot, but dude, his like he's spot on. Do you think I so like I always like to think this scene when he gets down in that spot in the tank and he gets his face next to the camera. I like to think that there was actually somebody. I know there wasn't, oh, but I like my, to think hold somebody's the holding the camera and he's doing that in their face. That'd be awesome. Because I wouldn't be able to keep a straight face. Like I'd be about pee my pants laughing. There's something. And then depending on where you watch this movie, there's a couple of different versions of this scene. It's a travesty. It is, because I feel like the common, the most commonly accepted version is the one with the dolphin trainer, Heinz Gitzfeldt. That's the VHS. I looked this up. The theatrical cut, apparently, did mm-hmm. not cover Heinz Gitzfeldt. I remember seeing that. But the v- when it came out on VHS, it was added to all the VHSs, which I feel like is the most accepted now. But now Prime... yeah. Has the thea- like they the original pulled the three theatrical. ninjas on us, what they did. Exactly. And so I was, it like blew my mind that they just blew past that scene. I know, right? I almost wrote, I almost emailed Jeff Bezos himself. And Jeffrey. Was like, Fix this. Yeah. Address this situation. It's like literally one of the funniest parts of the movie. Get your house in order. Seriously, dude. I held a captive audience at lunch break several times reciting this entire speech. Yeah, I, for good reason. It's hilarious. <laughs> Why do you care about Snowflake? <laughs> Seven years I trained often. <laughs> Do you know him? What's with all the shouting? I've also done it. Do you have a dorsal fin? Oh, man. <sighs> yeah, they need to get that back in the prime cut. I don't know why. I feel like I read somewhere that, like, he basically, like, they were riffing. They're like, you need to, like, come up with something as an excuse. And he, like, riffed this at one point in time. They're like, yeah, go with that. Like, 100% go with that. God. So great! It's so it, yeah. It's the one of the highlights of the film, and if you watched it on Prime, yeah, wasn't even there. His dolphin impression is yeah. spot on. <laughs> He's up on the tail, <laughs> <laughs> and you can quote him. Well, then he ends up finding a gym in the filter pool yes. filter. Uh, Amber. Whoa, Amber is the color of your energy. Whoa, that's right. Just throwing that in. Good call, Amber. Something, something kind of cut pebble. Yeah. From a 1984... 1984 AFC Championship. AFC Dolphins Championship. <laughs> um, so he hangs on to that, and then he heads back to the police headquarters, and... And we get to meet one of my favorite 90s actors. Tone Loke. Tone Loke. <laughs> Emilio. Uh, also featured in Surf Ninjas. True. And Blank Check. That's right. A real who, who who's who's of... Uh, what's what's of uh, Hightower 90s movies. Do you know... How do you feel about Blank Blank Man, by the way? Blank Man or Blank Check? Or Blank... I was, so, no, I'm talking yeah. about Blank Check. Yeah, that's I forgot about I that. I do not think Blank Man's very funny. I don't either. But that was featured in Twisted Metal. Yes. Yes, it was. But um, I loved Blank Check as a kid. Yes. Absolutely loved it. Everything about it. Like, the thought of getting a Blank Check and making it a million dollars and all the was cool Kate stuff. Was Kate Capshaw on that, too? No. Was it, Who's the mom? The mom is not Kate Capshaw. I don't think. The dad is a guy. He's the guy from um, He's the... Overboard. Didums. Wait, what? No, Christine Evers. I'm sorry. Yeah, so Edward Herman is the dad. Yeah, he's like been in stuff. Yeah, but he's the he's the dude from Overboard. He's he's uh the dude from Overboard. Yeah, Grant Goldie Hawn's wife or husband is not the dad in Blank Check. Yeah, no, dude. The dude, the, the dad in blank check is like. I'm a, looking at Richie Rich. Good God, I was I've got to. Wow, 
The, the dad in Blank Check is, like, uh, is like, a bad guy. That's the problem. Like, you know, other dramas Ignore and stuff. me. I was thinking Richie Rich. Yeah, Blank Check. The kid, uh... Wow. Kid gets a check. Blank Check. Terrible. From, what's his name? Miguel... Miguel Ferrer. Yeah. Yeah, from RoboCop. But tell him looks like one of the henchmen. James Reborn. James, yeah, there we go. Rebhorn, right? Rebhorn, yeah. God. That's him. But I yeah. got Blank Check and Richie Rich confused. I mean, to be fair. Yeah, it's very similar. It's, but... But I rewatched it like not too long ago and it does not hold up. It's like... Yeah. It's actually got like a terrible message that it's sending to children about like materialism. <laughs> fair and, enough. But at the time, absolutely loved it. Yeah. And it was the kid from Family Ties. Hmm. And I was a huge Family Ties fan. There you fan, go. So... It was Andy all grown up. Um... I just always accepted that Tone Loke was in this movie, but I never really thought about it. I was like, it's kind of a weird casting choice. He was having quite the moment in the early 90s, man. He was, but I feel like this was past uh, Funky Cold Medina. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He was trying trying to make his way in the world of acting. Yeah, I feel like... Didn't do so hot. Because didn't Wild Thing was like, wasn't that like late 80s, technically? All my lap, probably. Yeah, like 89, I feel like this is like a few years past, I don't know if they're like, hey... By golly. I got I got the perfect guy for this role. Come on, Ace. I'm up to Tone, my neck and hit him work. with that size 13. <laughs> That's a great song. It is. It might be his third best song. It is. Anyway, he goes to, he goes to get some the scoop on what's going on. Uh, we also meet Aguado. Nice one, Aguado. <laughs> he was in another movie that we covered too. Oh yeah, was he on Batman or something? I feel like he was a it henchman and something. It was. I I'm not gonna speak up because I just was like about ready to die on the hill that. I feel like he was a henchman or a lawyer or something. It was very brief, too. Yeah, I, I remember this. I just don't remember what Aguado. it was. Good Speed. One, Aguado. Is he a cop? He's Yeah, his name is Bob. Oh, Bob. So, anyway, um, we get to meet some of those, and then we get to meet Lois Einhorn. That's right. Sean Young. Holy testicle Tuesday. Great one. Sean Young, what, a, what an interesting career she had. She has... She was like a budding star. She did the, the whole Blade Runner deal. Yep. Stripes. Cup, yep, Stripes. A couple of other films. She had that film with Costner that for some reason is like unavailable everywhere. I'm blanking on what it's called. But it's a, it's a really... Hackman. Oh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Nowhere to, uh, nowhere to run or something. I don't know what it is, but it's really good. But then, yeah, she had kind of a weird... She. People say she went a little off the deep end. She she really wanted to be Catwoman. She really wanted to be Catwoman. She showed up in costume on some late show. Yeah. But yeah, then she shows up in Ace Ventura. Yeah, this low-budget comedy. And What I a mean, performance. I mean, she does great. She does a great job. She, I really do. I, I really do appreciate it. I'll go ahead and say it. This is my favorite uh, Sean Young movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't count Stripes because she's in it so little. If I had to choose between the two, I would still go with Stripes. Fair enough. But it's one or two. Um, also, I just out of curiosity, have you ever, in a group of friends or during school, bent over and pulled your butt cheeks apart and pretended <laughs> to talk out of your butt? I have because of this movie. Yep. <laughs> Pardon me. May I ask you a few questions? <laughs> I remember when I did it as a kid, I was like, "Do you, can I mind if I ask you a few questions? And somebody was like, that's not what he's saying. I'm like, yeah, it is. He's, he's, he's being funny talking out of his butt. And I did not put... I did not put the double on Tonner. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, sola mia. Oh, mia. Good times. How would you like for me to make your life a living hell? What well, a Lois, great... I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. <laughs> what a great... That and then 
<laughs> I've also, I know, and I, she, of course, she gives me a hard time because she doesn't know all these things, but sometimes I'll tell my wife something and then she'll repeat it back to me wrong. And I was like, that's what turns me on about you. <laughs> Your attention to detail. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, she's like, you jerk. Oh, we're looking for the porpoise. That's right. Nobody's looking for a porpoise here. Um. <laughs> so anyway, get get a little bit clearly that Ace is not welcome around the police headquarters. That's no. that's the moral of the story. Basically, Tone Lokes is his only ally. That's right. Within the department, and we don't really know why. That could have been a great. Tone sequel. Lokes cool man. That could have been a great sequel. Tone Lokes cool. Ace and Tone Loke. Um, and then another scene that, if you really think about it, is pretty wild. He goes to the Cannibal Corpse concert. Cannibal Corpse concert. And goes down into like this bunker to this <laughs> dude that has all of this incredibly high tech equipment trying to find or help reroute dolphins from being what's hunted. This what's this guy's name? I don't know because he calls them like Manoshevitz and yeah, Mandinga. And... Mandinga. That's what he calls them. <laughs> yeah, he. this guy is like a, he's like a proponent for animals. Yes. But he's not crazy like someone from PETA. But still, it's like... But he's got all this crazy high-tech stuff. This guy's in one scene. Yeah, it's true. But man, he's very helpful. Memorable. Uh, I also, I mean, have you gone into a loud place and asked if Greg's here? Because <laughs> I've done that, too. <laughs> and slammed their... Excuse me, is Greg here? <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Reminds me of MacGruber where he like asked if uh, oh, yeah. he comes there. And... He doesn't know anything. <laughs> yeah, he slams his face on the bar. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> Who oh. am I? You ask <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was freaking t- <laughs> oh man i'm gonna have to watch mcgruber again um MacGruber. we get a little bit more insight here because looking for uh purchased fish transportation equipment dude ronald camp the billionaire. i love these old 90s movies that like don't know how the internet works and like yes these old school like computer databases oh, yeah. that are within these like He's bringing up newspaper articles about camp, and like, well, first of all, he can search all the like records of being stuff being sold, bought right. and sold. Yeah, and he's got all the Donald Camp info, and then he pulls up something that says he's throwing a party. Yep, <laughs> it's, what? It's, that's in the newspaper apparently. <laughs> it's oh my gosh! That's, I mean, if you think about it, it's a wild scene to have in the movie. It's just it's so great. Clearly, clearly Expo- filler to get him to exposition. Next, but, that's right. So then Melissa has to take Ace to the party. That's right. And I have to say, it's one of the more subtle moments, but my favorite part of the movie is in this scene. Interesting. So I just, him, <laughs> I'm really going out on a limb here, Ventura. <laughs> Gee, Chuck, the Jays started off good. I have a note about that. He makes two, like, super old, well, not super old, but he makes a love connection and yep. then follows it up immediately with a love boat connection. Like, yes. two dis- <laughs> two things that probably went over my head as a child. How are Gopher and Doc? <laughs> Captain Stupid. That and I've, I mean, I asked people like, you know, how's everybody feeling tonight? And I'm like, you smell terrific. And I, again, it's almost better if people don't understand it because they look at you with the same oh, way yeah. that Ronald looks at Aces. Another one I say a lot is when he's talking to camp and he's like, and they're introducing him. He's, oh, he's a lawyer. Does he have a name or should I call him <laughs> lawyer? Tom Ace. Ace, Tom Ace. Oh, but I, so he gets the initial introduction from Melissa and then they walk off. I I have seen it. I will I will laugh as, as hard as I've seen it that every single time that he's pl- they're playing that music and he pulls that guy's arm, P- punches his arm. I saw that where he, that's a that was like a true like improv. The guy had no idea that was going to happen. That was that is my favorite part of the movie. It's the most subtle. Just that every time, just we <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh my god, dude! I love. I was a. I love the Mission Impossible theme song. Mm-hmm. I love that it was included in this film. And if you stop and think about it, this is like right before, just a few years oh, initial, prior yeah. to the actual Mission Impossible series with Tom Cruise. That's a good call. That's still running today. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? Seven film strong. Yeah, but the scene's great where he's like, he makes it seem like he's doing all these like high risk things and. He could have just walked straight to the door. Or he's like, he like jumps on the door, like one hand opens it and swings in. Like, man. Ron, hey, where's the bathroom? I think it's the bad day. <laughs> Stuff probably looks better on the way out, huh? <laughs> oh, man. And this ties right back into what we were talking about a couple weeks ago. It's not Snowflake. It's not Snowflake. It's not Snowflake. This, like, the, I don't know, it's super creepy this time around. Like, it's a comedy. So it never really, I don't know, it was, when I watched it this time, that huge tank of dark water, and like the shark It is pretty creepy. The shark doesn't look real, but it's like, I don't know, for some reason it like felt creepier this time. I No, I agree. I do think it, I do think it's creepy. Um, it just, the whole scene is just, it's, it cracks me up, but then I like, I remember Big Dave and I, when we first started, we, you know, bonded over this and. I'm sorry again, Mr. Ace, I'll have the plumbing checked immediately. <laughs> Be sure that you do. <laughs> Had I been drinking out of the toilet, I might have been killed. <laughs> What's this guy need a huge shark for? I mean, he's an eccentric billionaire. Do they need an ex- excuse to do anything? Yes, but it's such a weird, a weird thing to hold a shark in. Like sharks move like a lot. They don't move like north and south as much. Like, can you imagine that shark being able to swim in there? Is it weirder than having a megalodon that's held in by aluminum pipes that <laughs> breaks out easily from that's, your encampment? It has like just like one metal door keeping him yeah. with a with an easy path through the wow, ocean. That was a lot easier than I thought. Yeah, I just busted through one yeah. door. That's what happens in Meg too, if you haven't seen it. Right. But spoilers. Um But I mean that's you know, it, obviously it escapes. So Ace pieces together at the end here that Ronald Camp had one of those 84 AFC championship rings, mm-hmm. but his ring had all the pebbles, Yes, so he's clear. <laughs> and he goes back to the Dolphins headquarters, basically, with Melissa to figure out, okay, well, I need to go through and look and check out every single player, which starts another great montage to the mm-hmm. Aerosmith song. Are these uh, former players that we see? That he's like. I'm assuming to... so. I don't know if all of them are, but yeah, they look like athletes. Definitely, but... most of them do. I mean, obviously, I know Don Shula. The f- right, he was the coach at the time. That was a good little cameo. <laughs> the and... way he looks in that mailbox yeah. too, he's just like a little like gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, Marino. Right. But the other guys, yeah, I don't know. I, they they probably were, were players. I don't yeah. know for sure. Whipping him, whipping the one dude in the shower, and getting his getting punched and <laughs> putting those fake zits on. And oh, that's right. I love the. I love my favorite is the guy. He like chlor chloroforms yes. him because he can't catch up to him. Yep, that's pretty great. So after all that, everybody gets cleared and kind of sulking about it and yells at Melissa and What do you oh. feed your dog? I think you should leave. Why? So you can beat him. <laughs> well, why don't you cry about it? Saddlebacks. <laughs> so he's going back in to apologize because he's you know he feels bad about it. But then this is where we get the call that Roger Pedactor. After two scenes, has, dead. has been killed. He has expired. And Ace, for some reason, gets to wander around the crime scene. Yeah, for sure. He's a pet detective, but he sure did. Did you see the sheer number of detectives they have working on this thing? They were a, a lot a of... A ton, and then random people from the building, yeah, too. The, the neighbors, yeah, yeah, the neighbors are allowed in the room. In the room where it happened. Yeah. That's a Hamilton song. In the room where it happened. I did not know that. Um... 
But Ace immediately proves that this was not a suicide, like they're trying to treat it. He, he pulls a Columbo. Did you ever watch Columbo? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's just one more thing. That's right. That's a total Columbo move. I love it. You are certain that you had to open that door. Why? Only this. <laughs> I remember being in hotels and pulling this move. Oh, yeah. Quite frequently. Oh, God, yeah. Any mm. sliding glass door. Younger days. Um, I oh. also... Because I saw this well before I saw Poltergeist. Like, I'd go around like, I have exercised the demons. <laughs> this room is clear. This house is clear. Oh, man. Zelda Rubenstein. Yeah. But I had no R. idea R. that it was... I remember when I saw Poltergeist the first time, I was like, oh. <laughs> Blew my mind. I was like, no, this isn't from Ace Ventura. What? There you go. Uh, I still choose to believe it is. Um, so then, yeah, they go back to the Dolphin Stadium and Melissa... <laughs> He gets Ace gets her with that stupid story. Oh, I love that scene. It makes me laugh, but it's just this, <laughs> what if you're her? Like, what in the world would you be like? You really think he's actually opening up to have a tender moment? He's Dude. been this eccentric, over the top, crazy guy. She's like listening in intently, like, oh, what's he saying? That's a great scene. <laughs> Reminds me of the Australian guy. It does. He came bounding over. over, and then uh, we find out who's that. 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 Who the hell is that? <laughs> Ray Finkel. You don't know about Ray Finkel? No. <laughs> oh, so he. we hear a little bit more about that. And then, you know, of course, inevitably, Ace and Melissa end up hooking up. And another reason I bought the soundtrack. <laughs> Lion sleeps tonight. <laughs> Love this song as a kid. So then Ace heads to the Finkel house. That's right. He's going to Psychoville and... And Finkel's the mayor. Finkel's the mayor. <laughs> this is where, like I said, there was like I know there was a scene where they added it in, mm-hmm. at least on TV, where he like stops at a bar yeah, and goes, yeah. people are like bad mouthing. But then they get to the house. Hi, I'm looking for Ray Finkel. And a clean pair of shorts. Soccer style kicker graduated from College <laughs> High School, 1974, Stetson University, 1980. I man, I did. I used to be able to just rattle that thing off. Just that's pretty impressive. Two NCAA Division One records, former nicknamed the Mule, the only poor athlete to come out of Collier County, one hell of a model American. <laughs> Nailed it. So then his mom comes to the door. What's and, this lady from? She's so Well, hold hold that. Okay. Hold it. Because oh. I got I got something for you. Oh my goodness. Just, just hold it. So anyway, she's like, Well, Ray will be home anytime soon. Of course, Ace excited, and then the dad's like, he's not coming home. And yeah. it's Dan Marino should die of gonorrhea and rotten hell. Laces out. Would you like a cookie? (laughs) Speaking of stuff that like creeps me out now, like watching it this time, this house and like the like how run down it is and how obsessed that they make Finkel out to be about Marino, like that's kind of legitimately creepy. Finkel's room. It's just yeah, all that. Uh, Clearly, he's harboring some issues though with with what happened and blaming Dan Marino for the laces out. Yep. So. Ace is onto it, and he's like, okay, Dan Marino's going to get kidnapped next. So he calls Melissa. <laughs> Melissa, it's Ace. I used to say it all the time to my cousin Kitty. And, you know, this is, you know, Psychoville, Finker's the male, but she, he says, hey, get somebody to cover Marino. Too late. The two guys fall, he's filming the commercials. They're like, oh, yeah, he's had a, he's had a shoot. And then, is this a reshoot? That uh, one, that huge that huge guy could totally be playing for the Dolphins, man. Oh, absolutely, they, they yeah. try to recruit him if, he, no, if he's not in prison. Um, and then quite the exciting little chase scene too. <laughs> Excuse me, fellas. Pet detective coming through. <laughs> Just some great stuff too. The catching the bullet with the teeth, like you know, good good humor. Um, oh yeah. 
doesn't uh, doesn't doesn't work out though. Does just he misses out. He's gone. He, they, they take off with Marino. Uh, Ace then goes to Einhorn's office. To the station. I love. She comes on to him. Is it number one or number two? <laughs> I just want to know how much time it is. I came to confess. <laughs> um, and Ace lays out like, hey, it's, it was Ray Finkel and he hasn't quite put the oh, whole thing true. together yet. That's right. He, does, he puts the info out there and that's why she comes and on then to she, him. And then she, yeah, starts coming on to and him. She like laying on him on the yeah. desk and he's like, your gun's sticking <laughs> into my hip. <laughs> So, after all that, then, for some reason, Ace decides in the middle of the night he has to go over to Melissa's to get admitted to Shady Acres where Finkel was That's true. at, but I don't she, know why in the middle of the night. I say, Einhorn kisses him, right, in that yes, scene? Yeah, yes, that's right. absolutely, while yeah. While she's on top of him, yeah. Yep. So, they go to Shady Acres. Now, this is why I was saying hold it. Okay. Oh, okay. Got it. The Irene. main doctor, yep. mayor in Ghostbusters. Yep. Ray's mom is the librarian from the beginning of Ghostbusters. I, just, I feel like maybe you've even told me that before. It just clicked as soon as you said that. There you go. So I just, it's a fun connection that. Nailed it. Maybe there's a reason why. Two great comedies. Well done. There you go. Uh, I got to go. The mayor wants to rap about some stuff. Right. Just put me in, coach. Just give me a chance. <laughs> Let's see that instant replay. <laughs> oh my God. So, so many things from this. And then him running around the, those <laughs> shrubs. I'm open. I'm open. <laughs> just oh my god i i so many times i know it sounds like like beating a dead horse but man we just every little quote oh yeah we would regurgitate this in high school middle school i just all this stuff a football practice i'd be doing all this stuff oh yeah same and then they're doing the tour so they're pretending that he was a a former pro athlete and he's trying to get admitted, and then he's like, you know, this is the storage. So then Ace pretends to be, you know, stationers. Halftime! Buries Slams his face his in face that. Slams I mean, he hits that thing hard. It, he does. I feel like that'd break a nose. I, say, like, I, I don't know how they did that, but... It, maybe a movie magic thing. Yeah, but, maybe they added the sound effect, but oh, man, it seems it like sounded he slams rough. his face down. So, goes into the storage, finds Ray's old box, mm-hmm. isotoners, the, the, the <laughs> knitting <laughs> things. Yep. And then that orderly is going to come in, and he tries to hide in the box, <laughs> which always makes me laugh. And then the box bursts open, and thankfully bursts open to a newspaper clipping. Very, how fortuitous. It is. A hiker went missing named Lois Einhorn. <gasps> what? The search was called off. And then we cut back to Ace still trying to ponder on things, and I've, I know I've said this before, but Emilio calls and leaves a voicemail telling... Ace, like, hey, I found a note from Roger Pedactor to Ein- to Einhorn saying, thanks for the wonderful night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I called one of my buddies in uh, college. He was asleep on the back of the bus. We were going to a game. And I called him, and he he was a big fan of this movie, too. So I was like, yo, Ace, it's E. Something ain't stirring the Kool-Aid, man. Something and I like, I regret And I saw him wake up and saw he had a voicemail from me and listen to it. I just watched him laugh. I was like, this is I feel like you highlight. said stirring the Kool-Aid last week. I did. How about that? I knew this was coming. Yo, Ace. What's the connection between Finkel and Einhorn? Einhorn, Finkel, Finkel, Einhorn. Finkel is Einhorn. Finkel, Einhorn. Now, this has always bothered me, though. I will say this. So, we piece this together that Einhorn and Finkel are the same person. What? I know. Spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it. The way that he finds out... (laughs) Has dog, always bothered the me. The dog sitting on the dog sits on it, and 
Finkel looks nothing like Sean Young. True. And the dog laying down also doesn't look like Sean Young's hair. True. But it gives him the idea of seeing the long hair on the Finkel face. I, I feel like I feel like you're right. It's like they doesn't they don't look like at all. But it's the idea that adding long hair it like allows him to think outside of the box essentially. Uh, okay, all right. I don't think he recognizes her. I'll go there. But I think it's the thinking out like, oh, I've never thought from that angle. Oh my god! <laughs> that he figures it out. <laughs> I is a man. Oh god! <laughs> the crying game song oh, yes. plays. <laughs> so oh, good. God. Him throw it up and the plunger in the face and burn it in the clothes. Just oh man. Always gets a laugh out of it. It's just his reaction. Oh my it's god! <laughs> this movie would never be made. Today. No, oh god, I can't believe this. The still, way, like... yeah, the way he reacts to finding out <sighs> that he has kissed a man, and then even later the reveal. Yes, like this movie would just like people would be up in 100%, arms. Yeah, and even Jim Carrey himself would never make this movie. No, but, yeah, it's just like back in the day though. Yeah, time, just, this is a this is a time capsule. Just good good old fashioned fun. Um, <laughs> him, I also too like the amount of gum that he throws in in that next scene. Like it hurts my jaw thinking about it. <laughs> Your gun is sticking into my head. <laughs> oh. There's so many like little clips, especially at the end here, that I forget like how hilarious this is. So oh, I mean, the whole movie's God. hilarious, but. Dan Marino's in this warehouse with those two goons, which there's and they're still going to play the Super Bowl. It's true. Like, do you the game? The game's going. Could you imagine <laughs> if Patrick Mahomes got abducted? Yeah, there's and no like, way. Well, sorry, like game scheduled for Sunday. The show must go on. Yeah, we got to play. So. Yeah, they would never do that. Would never That's happen. That's just insane. Um, so yeah, Ace get, breaks in or not breaks in. He like sneaks around too and. That little fan with the boat. Oh my oh, god, I love that. He doesn't need to go he very far. Like two inches, he can reach grits. it from that. Then, uh, roughly Potter, Potter, friend Potter. I man, I was like, what's this from? I looked it up. It's just him. Oh yeah, just riffing. Just riffing. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like a something from a movie or something. That, like back to back to that boat, and then him roughly <laughs> Potter. Um. Ends up taking out both of those goons. <laughs> hmm. Unconscious. I did. I did read in a like earlier cut of the film when he swings that down, it's like decapitates the villains. Oh well, I mean. But they're like, like they're like that. Is, yeah, we had a little too much. That's a little too extreme. I mean, it could have been like a comical decapitation. Well, yeah, I think that's, that was what it was gonna be. Even that. But they're like, we can't kill these guys. Yeah. Um, and Ace Ace comes in. <laughs> Heads up. He's gonna rescue Dan Marino, but Einhorn catches him. What she she says? What does she say? Too like, many men on the field. Ah, penalty. Too many men on the field. So her plan here is gonna be to call it in and frame Ace. Yeah, she calls all the police to the scene. But bold strategy. Dan Cotton. Marino like is, could easily yeah. debunk this. Well, she's gonna kill Dan Marino. But he's still alive when they get there. Well, I mean, yeah, things didn't go to plan, but she's going to kill Marino, like, and Ace will have done it, and she's going to kill Ace. Like, he's still alive. Like, that would be the first thing you would need to do, is she, kill Dan Marino. Yeah, she was distracted, because Ace <laughs> figured it all out. Oh, kill him! No, kill him! <laughs> um, and his, Cry, baby. His whole, 
his whole speech about Einhorn and Finkel being the same and that kind of surgery can be done over the weekend. Here, do that, boy. That's really on there. It's true. When he gets, when he's like talking a big game, then he gets down on his knees, and the next scene he's crying. It yeah. reminds me of MacGruber. Like oh, yeah. that's such a MacGruber move. Absolutely. Uh, the cat's out of the bag though, because Dan Marino spots Captain Winky and tells Ace about it. Yeah. <laughs> then my friends, he is. She is suffering from the worst, worst case, case of, of hemorrhoids, hemorrhoids I have ever seen. So Einhorn is exposed for being Ray Finkel. Yes. And all the police start puking. Every and, single one of them. <laughs> and uh, the scene's actually probably worse. And the Crying Game song plays yep. again. <laughs> Love it. It's have so you, funny. Have you seen the Crying Game? No. Do you know about the Crying Game? All, I know the song. That's it. So there's a movie that goes with it. No, I did not know that. I know it's Boy George that's saying it. Yeah, but yeah Boy George does the song, but the movie, The Crying Game has a it's there's no it's there's not a coincidence that this is in from that movie. I assume there wasn't, but because at the end of the movie like there's this whole there's this whole plot that happens through the film about there's like this Irish uh like I can't remember if he's like IRA or something, but Forrest Whitaker's in it. Anyway, long story short, you go the whole film, and at the end, like Forrest Whitaker's like girlfriend ends up being a, a man, and so that, that's why the crying game keeps playing. <laughs> so it's like a double. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that makes like it the, even better. Yeah, so it makes it even better because they were tired because they're yeah because crying game would have just come out like right before this. <laughs> I was just got a kick out of it anyway, just Dude, because it's it like a perfect. It is song. a perfect song. It just makes me laugh thinking about it. It is a perfect song. She tries one last time to stab Ace, which all of the police are around. Like she's like, shoot him! And then once they figured out that like she was behind all this, they're all still just sitting there, like they're gonna let her stab him. Maybe. I love it too, though. Where he was, he's like calling her out, and he's like, "Pressure? What would you know about pressure? What do you know about pressure?" Well, I have kissed a man. <laughs> so Quick <great>. decision. <laughs> Oh man, so great! And then we've done we did this. I don't know last week, but we've done it several times. Dan's taken or Ace has taken Dan back to the stadium. <laughs> hey Ace, you got any more of that gum? <laughs> That's none of your damn business, and I'll thank you to stay out of my personal affairs. <laughs> oh, what's he say? He's like, you're oh, you're, guy, yeah, Ace. you're a weird guy. <laughs> weird guy. <laughs> oh gosh! And then we get Ace's in the house. That's right, back in the game. What? A lover of all animals. <laughs> beating He's up beating the Phillies up mascot. The, the eagle. It was amazing. Oh, Lord. What and a... get, Yeah, and then we got the sweet. Aces in the house. Aces in the house. Oh, boy. What a film. I mean, we quoted a lot, but we tried not to quote everything. So. I feel like we, went, we got through it. We hit all the... We hit the main... The important parts. The and, plot points. I mean, it's going to be impossible not to quote this film. It's, it's just... It's too darn good. Every single one of them. Like, all of the quotes. I'm afraid it's just too darn good. That's right. It's just too darn good, Huey. Um, no, man. Great, great stuff. I mean, I feel like we could ask, you know, did it hold up or what are your impressions? But I feel like our impressions are pretty obvious. It definitely held up. It it's did. amazing. I can't wait to watch the second one for the show. We will absolutely do that. Um, like, all jokes aside, I, I threw this on and I, um, I just didn't. I didn't really take a whole lot of notes. I, I didn't, wrote a couple yeah. of quotes. I, was I didn't like, either. All I did was, yeah, I wrote down some quotes and things I wanted to talk about, make sure we talked about, and we hit them all. Yeah. Um, and, I again, I you can stop me if you want to, but I feel like there's 
no point really in doing an MVP for this film. But we can try. Let's do let's do MVP. Okay. Can't be Jim Carrey. Yeah, I don't I I don't know. Um I think there's one obvious one. I mean But after that, <clears throat> it's tough. I mean Tone Loke obviously does a great job. Okay, is that who you're taking? No, I'm mean, just I'm trying okay, to Okay, you're think. talking through it? All right. Yeah. Um To me, it's a just a no-brainer. I just, I mean, I'm going to give it, just because the scene is so memorable, I'm going to give it to Mandinga. Great. Great choice, actually. <laughs> Mandinga. I love it. Just outside of the box, something a little different. That guy's just got, he's got the double glasses going. Yeah. I love it. The old school 90s computer. Yeah. Okay. Good choice. He could be named Greg. Could be. I'm going to go... Dan Marino. Oh, well, that's true. It's got to be Marino. Dan Marino does do an amazing it's job. It's got to be that's Marino. Oh, man, I love it. Uh, yeah. Did you notice in the... This is the first time I've ever noticed this, but the scene where she kisses Marino, Einhorn kisses Marino, so she like approaches him, camera's on both of them. Mm-hmm. You can see Marino's face, but when she goes to kiss him, the camera cuts to like a back, mm-hmm. back to the left of Marino. So you don't see his face. It's Sean Young. You can see her face. Right. When she's kissing him, I don't think that's Marino. Interesting. So I'm wondering. And then when they flash back, it's a different angle. And it's, yeah, it's him, him again, again. But they're separated. I'm thinking like at the time, maybe like Marino's wife wouldn't you know, allow her. Uh, maybe he didn't want to do it or something. Inter- I did not, I did not but piece just that together. The back of Marino's hair looks like it looks different. It doesn't look like him. So I was like, oh, interesting. I don't think that was Marino. I no, I did not see that. I've never noticed that before until this last evening. All right. Well, how about this? What which scene would you show somebody from this movie? Courtney Cox, I love you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, what scene would I show? Oh boy. I mean, I feel like I'm gonna do the the whole scene at the party where mm-hmm. he's walk around just BSing and then he does the Mission Impossible stuff and then the shark and then yeah. the do not go in there. <laughs> Woo! That's a good that's a good yeah. like 10 minutes. I mean to me I like I said that one part I I laugh like a little kid every time he pulls that guy's arm. I oh, mean yeah. I just that the... one little clip. If I had to pick a different scene, it would be it would be the crime scene where he's, he gives the whole rundown of why it isn't a suicide. Oh. Like that's another one. But or the Heinz Kid Velvet. Well not man, but that's, that's true. There's just so many. There are a bunch of great scenes. But if I'm picking one and the one that always gets me, it's him pulling that guy's arm. Just that little clip, just <laughs> I'm changing the Heinz Kid Velvet. Yeah. The Dolphin Trainer. Seven years Seven I trained years Dolphin. Seven years I'm We're making the dolphins disappear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Ranking time? I guess we should. Let's do it. All right, let me, let me make sure we don't lose. I sent myself my Keep list of rankings, running. but for some reason it's not pulling up, so Keep. I... Uh-oh, what the... It's okay. I got we're it. We're flying blind. I got it in my mind. I'm just not sure what number it puts it at, but... Okay. Don't worry. I got you. Chicago. <laughs> All right. Great posture, Delacala. Do you know what you, you do? You have it. I know what what Richter scale yeah. number I gave it. Okay. And I'm pretty sure I put it underneath one of the similar, so it should be five point eight underneath 5. Major 8. League. Underneath Major League, you have Major League as a five point nine. 
Okay, so I bumped Beverly Hills Cops is 5.9. Then you have Clue is a 5.8. I think I had it at 15 on my list. So where's Clue at on that list right there? 15 would be just below Clue. Okay, so then... Just below Clue and just above Beetlejuice. So then put it above Clue. So it'll be 14. Okay, 5.8? 5.8 still, but it'll be above Clue. Okay, that checks out. Number 14. I like it. Let me... Let me make the update. Thank you. On our chalkboard. Beep, boop, beep. It's going to be a long list. You said above clue. Above clue. Oh, damn it, it didn't work. Hang on. False alarm. <laughs> it's the power of suggestion. I did it wrong. Above clue, number Ab- 14. Above clue, number 14. I almost put it below clue. Don't do that. There we go. Now we're cooking. Got it. Ace, job ace. 5.8. Boom, shot locked. Locked in. 14. Got it. You're in. You're in like Flint. That's right. That's my favorite movie. <laughs> right. Okay, I. Oh, this is. Oh, this is crazy. This is weird. Are you ready for this? Yes. It's gonna get weird. <laughs> Two dragons. Two dragons. Okay. I went Ace Ventura six point zero. Okay. So I have a little bit higher rating than you, but I feel like we're very close. We are. We are very close. The first time in the history of the show, other than the first episode, I think. I have it at 14. How about that? Have we ever done that before? We've never matched a ranking, have no. we? Like, we had Big Trouble matched for a while. Mm, that's easy. That's because it's number one. It was yeah. Number one. But otherwise, no, I don't think we've ever hit on yeah. anything other than number one. Past like episode 10, you know, like when it got yeah. started getting harder. I guess we matched uh, Mars Attacks. We would have matched Roger Rabbit. But yeah, if it's not in the it beginning or the end. Right. Yeah, this is our 92nd movie, by the that's way. That's crazy. 14s across the board. There we go. Wow, that's awesome. Solid. Top 15 for both of us. I love I, it. Yeah, and I don't even have a second's hesitation with that. I feel bad. I just I pushed Batman out of my top 15. And you pushed Beetlejuice out of the top 15. Yeah, I don't feel bad as still, much about hey, that. Still top 20. Yeah, it's... Still top 20. Yeah. We got a crowded list of just great movies. Last Action Hero fell, fell out of my top 20, and The Rock fell out of your top 20. Oh, man. Okay, that's tough. I know, man. It's, man. Footloose fell out of my top 25. <laughs> And The Breakfast Club fell out of your top 25. Dang. And uh, Wild Wild West fell out of my top 90. And <laughs> Stand By Me <laughs> fell out of your top Oh, you hate to hear that happen. It's a sad day. It is. All right. You need to call Kevin Klein and apologize. I don't think we discussed this. 92? But, well, this was 92. Or 93, I'm sorry. 90, episode 93, but we're going to see a movie... We're, oh, that's right. This is we're just flying by the seat of our pants right here. We did not discuss this, but we're gonna go see a movie this weekend. Should we just make that? Let's do that. Yeah, that's a great. Okay. That's a great call. That's Sunday, right? That was my son's idea, actually. Oh, that we did talk about yeah, that. Yeah, he threw it out, and I was like, you know, that's not that's a bad right. idea. Because <clears throat> that's Sunday, right? That's Sunday. Okay. Are you still good for Sunday? I'm in. Sunday evening. It's yep. like seven, maybe or something. Yeah. Okay, let's do that for episode yeah, ninety-three. Sure. Should we tease it? What if something happens and? We jinx it. Uh, I think I mean, we should tease it. I think we should tell them. I mean, let's just let's just we'll do this. 
Mama don't like tattletales. Mama don't like tattletales. Let's just we'll leave, we can leave it there. I have come here to do two things: mm-hmm. chew bubble gum and kick arse. Uh, we won't give you the we won't give anything away, but it's a John Carpenter movie. It is starring Roddy Piper. That's right. <laughs> a rare starring role for Hot Rod and Keith David. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with David Keith. No, totally different guy. Totally different guy. Yeah, and a lot of the regulars. Yeah, so this is I forgot what year this was like 88, 87. 87. I think it's eighty seven. Mike, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna bet two testicles on it. <sighs> But I'm feeling pretty confident, you know. This, but it's awesome. This, this coming to our local theater. Yeah. Just kind of randomly. Well, I'm. I was excited because I thought it would be like the the normal theater, but oh yeah, no, this is the big boy. Oh this, yeah, we're playing in the big big game here. It's gonna be freaking awesome. I can't wait. Very exciting. So, so yeah, stay tuned for that episode. Absolutely. And uh, anything else you'd like to say? Any parting gifts or wisdom? Hey, as always, thanks for listening. That's right. God bless. Mm-hmm. And God bless America. Amen. See ya. We're real friendly around here. Well. Bye.